And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guests. She's a comedian who can bravely handle any challenge life throws her way, just as long as it doesn't involve cling wrap. It's Old Bones Jones! He's a husband and father who's prepared to survive any disaster, whether it's an earthquake, tsunami, or people not emptying their inbox. It's hashtag Al. And he's a producer whose mother knew O.J. Simpson in college when he was just a regular student-athlete everyone called Murderer Joe. It's Greg Heller. Chef Jeff is here to string your beans. I'm her husband, Daniel, which I'm sure is not the worst thing that could happen to a person. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little fruit roll-ups. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. Hi, Jenna. Hey. Hey, Alan. Hello. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hey, Jeff. Hi, Allison. I like the look on your face. You look confident. You look like you're ready to go. You're ready to go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably... But th- Well, then again, though, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nothing if not articulate. I'm a decisive, articulate, confident woman of the. Is it? It's no longer really the aughts anymore. No. A woman of the teens. The teens. <laughs> the teens. You really, you really are, or, or, or are you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, probably. But th- well, then again, though, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> what was that? Was that from a Monday show? I don't remember which one that was from. But there's. There's no editing in that. That was not, oh, no, that I was know. not three clips put together. <laughs> I've been stumbling over my words for hours today, and I've been noticing it when I've been talking to Daniel. I noticed it before the show. Oh, man. I forgot to do a pre-show video again. Yeah. I am off my game. What if you did it after the show and then lied? Well, mm. I could, or I could just be honest. Here's a post-show video. But the thing is, we're recording... You know your brand, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm going to let people behind the curtain. We're right. recording two episodes today so like when we did a double record last time technically a post show is a pre-show it's just which show you know yes i like to meditate upon Mm. that it is weird that we have a curtain that we're letting people behind yeah i mean there's no audience i wish we were putting on pants yeah Yeah, they don't know where the curtain is (laughs) yeah it's very weird (laughs) i know try to find your way behind it um okay so all sorts of things to talk about um I have a question for the listeners because I was thinking about this today. I was thinking if you're new, I think you can easily jump in with a Monday interview and that's like very straightforward. But I'm wondering if you're a new listener and if so, welcome. And you jump in with a Thursday show. How long does it take to get what's going on and to feel like you're in on all the jokes? So to the people who are new or people who recall when they were new, what was your experience like of being new and listening to the show? And did you find it easy to just jump in or did you need to, I don't know, go in search of information? Uh, how was that experience for you? Let me know, tweet or email or whatever. And all of those uh, ways to contact us will be coming up later in the show. I like to pepper them in. It's my new thing. Daniel, you look like you just fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> you should do like a, you know, the theme song from the nanny. 
a sitcom. Yes. It explained the entire backstory it really every did. episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should get a song like that where Ooh. it just explains everything from the beginning how we all met in 30 seconds right yeah what I, was the tune of that it was like i, I wish i could remember she was it. a podcaster and she was a psychic and then she got kicked <laughs> off the network and then blah, blah, and now she's got her own and jenna came over but the other guys didn't but now there's these new guys and everyone likes them better once her husband allison <laughs> yes that was it that's pretty close yeah. that's what i was imagining Danny, i mean the allison <laughs> yes yeah I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what else to get to? I feel like there's so much stuff. Um, oh, oh, hey. What, no, go oh, ahead. I just now remembered that the nanny was the show with Fran Drescher. Yes. <laughs> that is, I spent this entire time going, what is the nanny? the nanny? I know what the nanny is. That's what that was. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. That, okay. Good. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, look, I'm beginning the peppering early. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, perhaps the entire DVD series of The Nanny, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you so much for your Amazon support and your PayPal support. And new thing I am thinking about, I'm thinking about setting up a Patreon page. This is something that people have been recommending for a while. Um, it's sort of a like subscription-based donation-y kind of thing where there are rewards. And I'm wondering, like, what rewards would you guys be into? Um, I'm starting to brainstorm my, the reason I have been hesitating in the past is I don't want to all of a sudden find myself in a position where I can't fulfill the rewards. Cause I think that is a fucked thing to do yeah, to your audience. So I actually spoke Patreon, Patreon, I keep saying it wrong, reached out to me and I spoke with them and they were saying that they really encourage people to do digital rewards. So like bonus oh, content yeah. and things that are so that you're not like schlepping stuff to the post office so anyway that is a thing that is most likely forthcoming so look for that or don't it's really up to you if you um, want to know by the way what is happening inside the mind of an alcoholic that's why i was just laughing to myself because when you said patreon i was like patron <laughs> i could actually like tequila sounds kind of good after the show i think mm-hmm. i might go home and have a tequila and then i was like but you're not drinking hard alcohol, hard alcohol right now so you can't. But that entire time when you were talking about Patreon, that inner, that was my inner dialogue. It's interesting. <laughs> I wonder how many of my listeners were ha- going through that exact same thing. I, I don't. I hope. I hope very few of them. <laughs> and then oh. you saw the microphones on the table, and you were thinking, "Yeah, Michelob." And then you saw the mixer, and you were like, "Yeah, mixed drinks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you saw the toilet, and you thought, "Ah, pass blue ribbon." Yeah. Speaking of toilets, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> A lot of people have been demanding <laughs> Greg's most memorable shit story. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So don't we will get to that. But speaking of shit, uh, a p- personal announcement. <laughs> By the time you hear this, it will be a few weeks ago. But oh right, because this is going to air. Yeah, mm-hmm. Daniel got laid off. I did. No. Mm. I lost my job. Mm. Turns out the life of leisure suits him so well. I love it. It's the I best. Love it. <laughs> it's so great. He's like, I got three oh good God. nights of sleep in a row. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great not working, I got to say. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> not having the money isn't so great. But um, yeah, like I'm realizing that probably for the last nine months, I have not had, I have not been operating at a hundred percent based on lack Ooh. of sleep. Like I'm feeling, mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm feeling like that feeling after you've been sick for a long time, but you were sick for so long that you got accustomed to it. Yep. 
And uh, I'm like, oh, no, there's like another level of uh, alertness and healthiness that you can have if you get a full night's sleep. So that's pretty great. Um, yeah, but the company that I was working for uh, is out of money. <laughs> they're not quite bankrupt. There's, uh, But they're almost there. Ooh. So um, they've been laying a lot of people off. And uh, it's Hence just the a- sizable one week severance. Am I allowed to say that? Well, you did. (laughs) (laughs) But we could take it out. No, no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. They didn't give me a huge severance. They didn't have have money. Yeah. Yeah. And so it wasn't that... uh, So in a way, and I've known it's been coming. Like, I actually was expecting to get laid off in January. um, And I didn't. So it's kind of been nice in that I've had four months to sort of mentally prepare. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't a surprise. Are you actually that it's almost a relief because you've been like waiting for the other shoe to drop? Oh my God. And just to wake up and not have to, (laughs) not have to worry about any of that stuff. And it was just a very stressful job. Really, really. I I never worked harder, been under more pressure in my entire career. So it's really nice. But, you know, and so we'll see. I'm I'm trying to pivot, maybe change uh the industry that I work in or, you know, get more entrepreneurial. So I will say you seem remarkably not freaked out about it. I am things like full this, of hope. I yeah. have a lot of hope that things are gonna work out well. I've got some stuff that I am trying to get going and uh I don't know. I just I think you go through the, things like this enough times in your life that you realize you're going to be okay. And, um, have you, you gone know, through something like this before though? I mean, I've had, I've had situations that have been uncertain. I, okay. I, and also like, I know so many people that, I mean, I just, I'll, I'll get a, it's not, I'm not going to be, you know, um, I'm lucky. I mean, I've got, I'm really fortunate right. that way that I have, uh, what's, you know, What's funny, though, and now I was not intending to talk about this, but just since being married and stuff is, is something we talk about, um, the fact that you and I are not married to anyone else yet, um, it's bringing up a lot of anxiety for me mm-hmm. about my own career. Like, mm-hmm. where and whereas I felt okay about it pretty recently, it's all of a sudden bringing up, like, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. This why is this happening for the like competition and just this sense of like nothing is enough and I feel mm. like that's just a total, it's just a a place you get into mentally when mm. you're anxious versus mm. this belief that there's abundance in the world and there's enough and everything's fine and the truth is we're fine like we'll be fine it'll be okay mm-hmm. things will shake out things will work out um, but it's just I think it's triggering old financial panic that I had well and also I mean for. You know, okay, so I said everything I just said. At the same time, you know, um, I am aware that it puts, you know, pressure on you for now. You know, it's nice to be married because I can kind of lean on you a little bit while I figure this other stuff out. Um, and hopefully it won't last longer than like, I don't know, two years or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, what but, I, this is what yeah. I don't want. And mm. I'm going to say it now in front of mm. everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to see my anxiety and make that be the thing that makes you go out and get another job that that is not one that you want like i know that you're trying now instead of just being like oh shit what do i do i'll take any job you're trying to not do that with the idea that that's always there if you need to you're trying to go towards a job that you would 
be fulfilled in and I, sort of yeah I'm, I'm i want you at, to continue doing that thank you sweetheart i i am looking at this as <laughs> <laughs> look i mean i worked in dvd and blu-ray distribution and um while there are still a few years left in packaged media it's dying i mean there might maybe on the upside five years left in dvd um it's getting it's an industry that's getting harder and harder and harder and so you know, look, I've done that for since '98, and um, but that's not what I came out to LA to do. Uh, I went to film school. I worked in development for years and um, production, and it's like uh, I think that this is an opportunity to set myself up for the rest of my life. And I wouldn't be doing that if I were to just go, "Oh shit, I'm unemployed." Uh, you know, anybody got anything? And then right. take the first job. And then, you know, so I'm trying to be deliberate about it. Now, here's the weird timing of everything. Shortly before you got laid off, we had, we, after like much hand-wringing and what should we do and blah, 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 decided let's, let's go to Paris. Because we were supposed <laughs> to go in November. We bought the tickets and everything. And no, we were supposed to go in December. And then because of um, the attack, we were able to, I was able to talk the airlines into um, like putting the, credits back into our account for the miles and the cash but they all expire pretty like fairly soon um and it's all sort of timed uh based around when they're gonna try to i say they're gonna try to impregnate me because it's that's just more realistic than to say than when i'm gonna get pregnant <laughs> um when the airlines are gonna try to impregnate <laughs> well they do try to fuck you let's not let's make no mistake um so we were really going back and forth and then we were just like you know what it's either now or it's in a number of years probably and at that point i will th- this this sizable credit in my uh, account will have expired and I don't know what to do and blah, blah, blah. Um, so when I heard you, you got laid off, my first thought was it feels really irresponsible yeah. to go, except that we can't get that money back. So we're going. Well, um, yeah, we would end up just then doing another trip or forfeiting it. Yeah. Like it's paid for. So It's weird. It's that thing of like, oh, we should punish, we should not punish ourselves, but like, Belt tightening means leading a unhappy existence, which to some degree is true. But I, but like this trip is different. It will be fine. Yeah. Um, but I've a lot of people I've talked to. Greg uh, is one of them who have told me that like some of the best trips they've taken have been under these kind of circumstances. Yeah, that's true. I also like kind of have my. I've maybe had a different. I don't have the same financial anxiety that you do. I also like have. No savings. <laughs> I have no money, but uh, my. F- but so many memories. <laughs> but I have a lot of memories, and I wouldn't trade those for having a giant savings account. Yeah, I've been a lot of places. I kind of, I'm kind of more with you the the irresponsible finance side. Yeah. Um. But it, no. But <laughs> seriously it. though, no. But seriously, like, <laughs> I, I, if we didn't go, and then you know you get pregnant, and then you know something. F- you know, comes in, in you know, make uh, a baby works out. No, he needs a job. A job or something, <laughs> you know, works out a few months later, but we can't then go. Right. We'll go, well, shit, we should have gone because the money, you know, we would have yeah. been fine. Yeah. And you kind of have to have an attitude of abundance faith. in order to, and faith in life or else you just live in a, in a constant state of um, panic. You know, no, like denial and, and, 
uh, I don't know, you restrict yourself from those things that are fun, those good memories or, or whatever. Right. I'm really not. Daniel, um, I'm sure you're sick of talking about this. I have one Mm -hmm. question for you. Yeah. This is a totally horrible thing to ask, but it's my my curiosity. Mm -hmm. What happened when they laid you off? So, um, did you see it coming or like, first of all, Yeah, I mean, I could get into the the, the trail of banana peels outside your office. <laughs> that was a little much. <laughs> I mean, this is much. the whole last eight months have been some crazy uh, corporate politics and things like this. And uh, I, you know, I was vice president of my department, and in the end of November, uh, it was I was told by my new boss who replaced the boss, who, my friend who hired me, my old boss, uh, that he was bringing in a new vice president of my department that I would be reporting to. So at that point, you go, oh, okay, I have no more. Like, mm-hmm. all of my responsibilities have been stripped. And I get it. You know, it's like you come in, you want to bring in your your co- your new coach, you're going to bring in your assistants. Like you, so I didn't take it personally. It was a little tough for a little while just from an ego standpoint. But it wasn't personal. He just brought in his person. And... So for like, and that was at the beginning of December for, you know, four or five months, I was just kind of like, well, I don't really have any responsibilities. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, you're getting like, I mean, and I was, the, the, the work I was doing was transitional stuff that was going to end. And then after that, you're like, there's no. But the actual moment. So the actual laying off. Uh, so the woman who replaced me comes in, came into my office and she's, and she seemed miserable all morning and she comes in and I'm like, so how you doing? And she's like, it's not good. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's not good. And she closes the door and sits down. And it, the funny thing is, Allison and I were talking about it. She never actually told me I was laid off. It was so obvious. You might and not I, have been. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like, now you're fired for not going back to work. Oh, wait. I just assumed it and I left. Like, wait, what the hell? She, she just, was laying you off or she was telling you that she knew you were going to get laid off? No, she was telling me this is it. She's, and I, she may have said, this is it. Like, she may, but she never said, like, we're having to let you go or anything like that. She, it was, and she was, you know, she was getting emotional and tearing up and it was sweet. She um, told me that, HR was going to come up, but she wanted to tell me herself, which was nice. It's nice when someone lays you off, you know, in person, and they want to. Um, you know. <laughs> did security um, come and escort? Did the security come? No, they were. They could not have been nicer, and they laid a, few, a bunch of people off. It's it's honestly the company is just. Um, it, they just ran out. Not of money. in a position to have employees. They can't <laughs> make. Yeah, so there's only I don't want to talk too much because people know where I wor- worked. But um, now, did she say don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out? Because <laughs> yeah. that's I don't think that's professional. Or don't oh, let the said, door wait, hit you in the crack. Wait, how do you think that? I thought that meant like, hey, don't let it like hurt you because we like you. Oh, <laughs> see, that's a positive spin. Right. I like that. But okay. you're saying, oh. uh, no, she was, uh, and then you know, and it was great because then I I went down to HR, talked to them. And then I got to come back up and, and, and pooped in their headsets. I didn't poop in a headset. <laughs> he put a, I put yeah. the headset in my butt, but I did not poop into it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's worse. Yeah, Jeff, <laughs> don't smirch the good name of Greg Heller. Because <laughs> that would be gross. I did hide, I did hide sushi in the, uh, in the rafters. Right, I did that. That's real. But it was in a file cabinet. No. Oh, I thought it was in the light fixture. No, it was in a file cabinet. Oh, I, yeah, I thought it was in the, the panels above the... No, 
that's someone else no, who told that... us about putting fish in wax in a panel or something. Oh, no, that was in a file cabinet. <laughs> I, I've had to fire and lay off a ton of people in mm-hmm. my job. And my... Uh, Sorry, there's something in my mouth. That was probably very gross radio. <laughs> what was it? What? It was what something was I ate earlier as a piece of chicken. Really, is it still good? Really, <laughs> your face was so gross. <laughs> well, you know when you taste something and in one second your brain is like, I haven't had that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the first time I ever had to lay someone off, I called my stepdad who's like business guy. And I was like, how do you do it? And he goes, you call them into your office and you say... At the end of this conversation, you don't work here anymore, no yeah. matter what you say. And if you want me to tell you why, we can talk about it for an hour. But you're not changing my mind. That's when you're like firing someone. Right. But, it, but yeah. also, I've done it with like laying off people too, of just saying like, there's no more money. I'm laying you off. We can talk about it forever, but my decision will never change. Oh, you yeah. should do it when you break up with someone. At the end yes. of this conversation, we will not be girlfriend and boyfriend anymore. But it turns yeah. out That's like half idea. the people go, okay, okay. And they walk out. Right. And the other half go, fuck you. And they walk out. But And every now and then a guy <laughs> goes like, okay, I'd like to know why. Yeah. But nobody ever argues from that point on. It really does work, actually. Huh. It's effective. I th- I, I've never had to fire someone. We've laid people off. And usually with layoffs... Um, we, in my experience, you do them... You've, you're laying a, a number of people off at once. And it's there's a business reason for it. So it's kind of like, it's never personal. It's just like, you know, we're changing, we're restructuring or we're whatever. I don't know. Al, you've had to lay people off, I feel right? like this is like, you do this all the time. Uh, I, I guess... Uh, you do. I, I, I like Greg's Greg's perspective of like, you'd rather have one shot to the head than two in the chest and bleed out. Yeah, for sure. So you just say like, listen, it's nothing <clears throat> personal. This is it. Have a good day. Wait, what would the two shots yeah. in the chest If you get shot in the chest and you're, and you're like, you're just in pain and bleeding. And oh, you no. Have to be, I understand oh, the metaphor, oh, but right. I mean. I was like. <laughs> I mean, in no, a but the idea of just what? saying like, listen, you know, oh. I, I don't think this right, is like, like dragging right it out. Fit, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. he's just like, I, I don't talk anything personal. There's nothing like, I don't even want to provide feedback. It's like, it's very structured. And um, whether depends you're, on what kind of back leader you are, exactly. <laughs> and is that the case whether you're laying someone off for cause or for whatever the other yeah, reason pretty is? Much. Yeah, yeah. And if because if it's for cause, they they know they're not surprised. They know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, people who are Sometimes. laid off for cause, ninety nine percent of the time, yeah. in the back of their mind, they're like, "This is I honestly." I'm mind. kind of of the opinion, or very much of the opinion, that no one should ever be surprised that they get laid off, whether it's. Uh, restructuring and you're redundant or there's some reason that the, your job is being eliminated or if it's for cause. Either way, the person should have a, some sort of knowledge that it's coming. Because it, if you fire someone and they're surprised, you haven't either prepared them for the changes in the business or... They're given so them a chance, given them a chance to, yeah. Could, yeah, yeah, and told them what They're the so problem oblivious. is. They're so oblivious, yeah, maybe. And giving them the respect of like sitting them down and saying, okay, look, you're, there's a problem here and giving them a chance to work it out. Has anyone at this table ever been acutely fired? Like, you're fired? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not yeah. in that language, but I'd say I kind of I mean, the was. fired where it's like, that's it, get out of here, oh, you're fired. No, no. I, I've actually, I don't think I've ever I, been I fired. Was, I was fired no. for being arrogant. Fired. Like, on what? the spot, you gotta like, you know what, you're fired? Well, not. It wasn't like I did something and you're fired. Get out. It was I did something the day before, and then the next morning I came in and my boss pulled me in and she's like, "There have been complaints that you're arrogant. What like, have suck you it, done? bitch." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what did you do? Yeah. I, um, I, I, I gave some sass at one of the executives. <laughs> I threw a little sass around. I was. I had a fucking talk. job. I had a job at a company called Trimark, which was an old uh, video oh, yeah. distribution company, and it was a fucked job. It was like I was office coordinator for a 250 person company. I feel like I'm very confused. Yeah, <laughs> and also had to run the projector in the projection in the in the screening room. Well, so which means like when you run a projector, that you have to stay there changing the reels for the length of the movie, and if they want to screen two movies. That's like four hours out of your day. And meanwhile, you have a full-time job. So this executive uh, was waiting for me to run the projector on something. And I came late and he goes, uh, these gentlemen have been waiting a long time. And I go, or they're, they're super busy. And I go, then I'm sure they understand. <laughs> how old were, how, were you young? Ouch. I mean, I was like 26. Yeah, you should. I think I feel like yeah. you should have been fired. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I was like, come on, I'm 10 minutes late, fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. I was over it yeah. anyway. But, but do you still feel like you shouldn't have been fired? No, I definitely should have been fired. <laughs> I should have been fired. I was not doing a good job. But the question is, was it worth it? Oh my god! I'm so, I was so glad to get fired. I've never been <laughs> fired or laid off and not been happy about it. Yeah, but if that's the reason you're fired, I, I just look at it and say like, that's that's a that's a breakdown in your organization. Oh yeah, that that's not a breakdown was- on your employee. If your employee has to, if that's the level of communication your employee provides you when they're super pissed off and you're not understanding them, you, you got issues. You should you should be pulling that person aside. Like, what's the deal? Like, I'll you know, it. unacceptable. Don't talk to me that way. But What's what's the real issue? That's that's tough. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like I'm I'm hearing some sass. Yeah. <laughs> well, the guy who laid me off was a world class turd. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that oh, fucking well, guy. By the way, who is a very well known uh, film executive in this town. Now he he rose up real high. Uh, but that guy's a fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck like you, I was Spielberg, like, you dick. No, but I was just like he was. He was like this spoiled trust fund kid who just oh, whatever and Your so i was turning red i fucking hate him and so like he <laughs> he was giving me sass and i wasn't having it because i was having a tough day I, and it was just that's i'm really excited for this new daniel to happen <laughs> my, <laughs> i know my dad went through a career transition and he was very high powered in this company for like 20 years and then he went to this career transition it took like two years off and it was like i got a new dad he was like, hey, man, you want to go to the movies? I'm like, who are you? <laughs> so, like, I'm, this I, is all overtones of that. Oh, yeah. So, and my I'm next, really my question was like, are you feeling pretty easy breezy? Like, oh, it's the evening. Yes. Like, you don't have to go to work tomorrow. Let you me can tell just you something. enjoy. Yeah. Let me tell you something. He's um, so, he's in such a good mood in the morning. He like rolls over and it's all snuggly <laughs> as opposed to like, uh, I don't know what it was before. Wanting it wasn't to die miserable. rather than going to work. Miserable. I was yeah. like, yeah, just feeling stress constantly. Like it's Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah. I don't even really know that. <laughs> right. But the fact that it's Sunday, like normally at this time on a Sunday, oh, I would yeah. be so fucking stressed out because mm-hmm. it's yeah, like the exactly... weekend's over. I didn't get enough done. You know, now I'm going to lose a whole week and I'm not going to have any personal time till next Saturday. And I want to, you know, just day drinking, die. day drinking. I, did, I day drink today. <laughs> did you do you some did? day drinking? Yeah. Oh, day oh drinking. yeah. Solid. Went yeah. to, yeah, went to father's office. Day drinking. 
Mm-hmm. It sounds like a perfect time to go to France, actually. <laughs> yeah. Dude, seriously, so in all psyched. seriousness. No, and honestly, you know, going to another country, there's a lot of oh, there's stress. And I was like, we're gonna we're gonna go, and then the very next day after this long trip, I'm gonna have to go right back to work, and the whole thing just feels like stress. And now, it, now I'm just really excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really seems like in in terms of enjoying a trip to France, yeah. it could not be more perfect. Yeah, you're and, gonna go, you're gonna enjoy, and you're gonna get home, and you're gonna relax. And it's, all, not, it's not gonna be gone in a snap and you you had a job sorry i just step on on you you had a job where they would start calling you at like 6 30 a.m and i mean around the clock and so it was a very intense job yeah (laughs) imagine if you were dealing with that in france who knows what time that would even be and and all the pressure of having to like earn money and everything it's all on your shoulders (laughs) it's like ah relaxing let's hear about Greg's most momentous yeah. Woohoo! I've been holding this one in for so long. <laughs> the story. So I was thinking about this. I thought I forgot about this, but I was thinking about it last week. Um, the story really goes begins in it happened in college. We haven't talked about college very much at this table, hmm. right? But I hated college. College was the worst period of my life. That's so interesting. Yeah. I think I can pretty safely say yeah, that. I, I in fact, I graduated college in three and a half years because I wanted to get out of it so badly. I was really unhappy in, in college. College was like, a, for me, it was like when you walk into a bar or a party and you're like, oh shit, I'm at the wrong bar. Oh, really? Or I'm at the wrong Would party. you have been happier at a different college or was it the experience of college? Um, well, no. I, I didn't like the concept of college. <laughs> okay. I didn't really want to go to college, um, but I knew you had to. You know what? I, this is... I, I don't want to sound like an asshole for saying this, and I, I was wrong in a lot of ways, but I didn't understand the premise of college, or I didn't understand the premise of my college, which was that like everybody was there to figure out who they were, and in college, you're not allowed to say, like, oh, you're full of shit. You're not well, really that person. Especially you're, not your college. Yeah, like, you're a fucking... That's not who you are. You're you went to a, a liberal arts I went to college. A li- and I felt like I went into college, and I was already like, oh, I know what I am. I this is I'm a person who's really into like playing the guitar and really into music and I and I didn't so I would meet people in college all the time and go that's not that's not what are you talking about that's that's not real mm-hmm. so I was very isolated in college and I no at Pitzer you had to entertain every single idea that anyone mentioned yeah so it could have been that oh, I went really? to the wrong college but I really sequestered myself in college and I moved off campus and in the middle of freshman year and I lived alone in an apartment for all of college oh wow um. I had some. I made a couple of good friends, but of my like twenty best friends, one of them is from college, and the rest are all from when I was a kid. Um, so it was twenty best wow. friend club. <laughs> That's so exciting, right? Oh man, it, it, twenty um, of my very best friends. <laughs> it was a really unhappy time, and I got really sick. I was really sick in college. Like part of it was just because I was self destructive, but also like mono. Yeah, I kind of had mono, and I kind of had alcoholism. And I caught some other things. And also just... <laughs> and this leads us into the poop, huh? Yeah, well, because what happened is my... <laughs> dysentery was dysentery on the list? Is that so going? I quit college my junior year. Mm-hmm. There's sort of a long backstory, and it's this whole story about my mom and my dad getting revenge on my mom and all this stuff. But I found out that some money had been set aside for me, and I quit college. And I... Like how much money? About $13,000. Nice. That I wasn't supposed to get until I was 30. But my dad sort of tipped me off to it as a way of like sticking it to your mom. Kind of, yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, my my dad didn't 
could not pay for any of my college. So anyway, so I quit school as soon as I found out about the money. My mother said, you're never, you can never come home again if you don't go back to school. And I was like, see ya. And I bought a ticket around the world. And I was gone for like almost 15 months. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah. Did you spend all of it? Every penny of it is gone. Yeah, of course. Come on, really. Think about that question. <laughs> um, every penny of it was gone at the eight month mark. And uh, what'd you do? Yeah, where were you? I went to through Central America and then I went to Chile and Peru and Argentina and Uruguay and Brazil and Easter Island. Uruguay. And yes, thank you. And then I went to <laughs> New Zealand and Australia and China no, and but Mongolia. I, mean, I was all over the place. ran out of money, what'd you do? Oh, I worked for a while in Australia. And as I, a what? As a waiter and as a sandwich maker. Gotcha. In a place totally illegally. And, um, and I also ended up having to borrow a little bit of money to get myself home because I did run out of money. But uh, I had a girlfriend in Costa Rica. I went to Costa Rica for the first time when I was 15 and I fell in love with a girl and we stayed in touch. And I went back to see her at the very first at the beginning of that trip, but I was so sick before I left that I almost didn't go. Um, I had the ticket. I, I had lost like 19 or 20 pounds in college because wow. I was so wow. unhappy and so sick that I like would eat and throw up and throw up and throw up. And I was not happy. So my doctor was basically like, if you go away for a month and you're still the sick, I want you to come home. And so I had a conversation with him <laughs> where, um, well, uh, he was like, they were monitoring like the levels of something in my stomach because they thought I had Giardia. And so I was like pooping in like a, <laughs> in a milk carton. Mm-hmm. Like every now and then, have you heard about this? You would like Mm-mm. cut, like I was giving basically stool samples to a doctor. Mm, hold on. <laughs> Poop straight into the carton or like poop into the toilet and then somehow grab some and transfer to the carton? No, he wanted it, the Thank poop to go in. To the Pee, carton so that it wasn't contaminated by the pee in the toilet. Is water. there some sort of mechanism where you can put a carton in your toilet? Yeah, it floats. <laughs> um, wow. But I don't think that's actually the way that I did it. it I think still I held seems it. Seems like it would take yeah. aim. I think I still held it under my butt. I mean, this part is not that interesting, is it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Let us tell you what it's like, interesting. Yeah. Thank you. Was it a milk carton or was it more like a takeout box? No, it was like a milk carton. The paper ones cut in half. It just seems like a challenging Target. shape and size. How yes. You close it off. Seems like a small bullseye. Sarant cling wrap. No, right? I put, <laughs> no, I, I think <laughs> I put two all over it. I only did it twice, but I did deliver these to him because he wanted to monitor them like three times in one week or something like that. Oh, what a job. Like, yeah. Yeah. I really need you to bring your poop by. Right. If you could do that, it would make my but, life So easier. anyway, like I didn't really have a real solid poop for like almost a year and a half. Um, yeah, it wow. was crazy. Oh, so that makes getting it into the carton easier than yeah. I thought. So, yeah, <laughs> it was a little more like hose than like the right. opposite of hose. <laughs> so, and so like right, right before I went on Bros. the trip, he goes, well, it's interesting you should bring that up. I was like sitting in his office and I was like, what is it supposed to look like when you take a perfect shit? And he was like, a perfect shit should have the consistency of like, a slightly hard cone of soft serve ice cream and should spool out of you in that same formation. Well, hang on. I need to digest that. No so pun. like, in other words, like it should land, like it should look like the poop icon on your iPhone. I've never had a, a perfect shit. Um, that's what he said to me. He was like, because I don't think he said, that's true. <laughs> he said 99% of Americans feces is too loose or way too hard. Yeah. And he said, there is an ideal consistency that really is like ice cream. Oh. oh, 
So it would it would look like fake dog do, yeah, like the rubber dog do, like, it would like spiral coil. around. Yes, I feel Basically. like every time I've seen like hobo poop on the sidewalk, it's always like that. Like they get <laughs> somehow they get a perfect diet. Well, if there's anybody <laughs> listening to this show who's hobo a pope. who's still yeah. listening, yeah. <laughs> he was an internist, I think, but he basically described it for me as like it would look like a perfect bowl of ice cream. Of soft serve ice cream. Mm. I've never seen that. Except that it's poop. I think yeah. I've had that once or twice really? in my life. Did, yeah. you, did it feel good? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Because you don't yeah. want, you should never be straining to poop, but you should also never be like straining to hold the poop in. <laughs> the <laughs> there poop should is, be no strain. Yeah, yeah, it's, no, just, no strain. it's supposed to like perfectly come out. So I was so nervous and so sick. I went to Costa Rica and that girl just who I hadn't talked to in a, I think a year at that point, just met me at the airport. I like sent her one letter and we immediately, I had a girlfriend at the time too. And I immediately got back together with this girl. Mm-hmm. Did you and, break up with the other girl? Uh, I didn't. Okay. Um, just I, ghosted. I, I made some bad Faded decisions. away. Um, that story of that girl is a whole other story. But so I spent like a week traveling around like in San Jose, Costa Rica with her. I was sick the whole time. I was still thinking about going home. And then we went camping to this place way in the north of Costa Rica called Witch's Rock. Oh, so something national park. And this is like 30 or 28 years ago or 27 years ago. So there weren't like gringos cruising around Costa Rica. And the first night we camped on the beach was really nice. And then the waves, I surfed really good waves the next day. And that afternoon, I attached a fishing lure to my surf leash and I paddled across the river mouth and I caught us two fish to eat for dinner. Look at you. And we cooked them on the grill and we drank a bottle of wine and we camped again. And the next day I got up and I walked down to the beach and there was a log on the beach that had a carve out in it that was like for, it was like made to be a toilet. (laughs) And I was looking at perfect surf. There was nobody around for probably 10 miles and I sat on the log and I took a shit. (laughs) And I turned around and I looked at it. Did you look out for any poop sharks? Daniel, it was exactly in the shape of a giant lump of perfect ice cream. It was the shit that the doctor had been telling me about. Like, literally, it was as if that's what he had drawn. It's like a spiritual And you were kind of living like a hobo. I kind of was. If you think about it. And what's so crazy is I looked down at it. I looked down at it and I was like, this trip just started. That's it. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's (laughs) over. And I never felt sick again for the next year and a half. And literally, I had the best year and a half of my life. That's and I was great. never once sick. And like that shit, I actually have a picture of me holding one of those fish on the beach that I caught on my leash. And it's a picture of probably the happiest I've ever been. Did- and I say this as a person who does not, who has not had a child yet. But at, up to this point, I can never remember being happier than that moment. Mm-hmm. And the shit is like the thing that I think about. That's all great. The time. Did, did the year and a half end with the end of the perfect shits? Like, yeah, because I got really and sick was... in China at the very end of it. And I, I, there's pictures of me on the trip. I put on like 38 pounds. Do you like, call I it like the year of perfect shits? <laughs> um, it was, no, I never really called it the year of perfect shits, but it's, there is just a thing that I can do that not that many people can do that if the, the question of, do you remember the best shit you've ever taken in your life? You know I can always go, I absolutely do. Yeah, it changed my it's life. It's a pretty great a, oh, yeah. scene. No, it is. It is. Yeah. When, this log was mm. it very low to the ground? So were you in? Have you seen the squatty potty? Yes. Or were you in a squatty potty position? I know this is Jenna. Very I know TMI, exactly where I was. I was on. It was laying on the sand, and it was low enough so that my feet, so that I had traction. But literally, it was. It looked like it had been carved out for not one but two butt cheeks. 
like it fit oh, like a love seat log. Yeah, like a love seat. So yes, my feet were on the sand, not elevated in the squatty potty style, but low enough where I had traction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's a question Good for form, you. Good form, I guess. In retrospect, know? having thought about it, did happiness bring poop or did poop bring happiness? Mm. Mm. Um, it's like a ha- Zen cone. Happiness brought poop. It was the really? that was the first time I had been happy in like several years of it's my like life. Like your bowels were, you know, all full of anxiety and keeping you from having the. Yeah, I mean, I think it's perfect. probably not super scientific. I was super miserable and I was perseverating on being anxious all the time. And as soon yeah. as that was over, yeah. everything in my body got better. Yeah, good use of the word perseverate. Thank you. Married to a psychologist. Question. Yeah. Two questions. Mm-hmm. Any toilet paper in this story? Yeah, there's toilet paper. Yeah, sure. You use toilet paper. Yeah, it was a halibut. grabbed a fish and then dumped it just because you're camping doesn't mean you can't wipe your ass well where do you put it the toilet paper yeah Um, it depends on what kind of toilet paper you have if you have biodegradable toilet paper you can bury it right then and there Mm. Um, I think in this instance we actually packed it out in trash bags what did you do with in milk cartons (laughs) and mailed it to his doctor oh yeah great question what did you do with the dupe did you leave it on the the log or did you just it wasn't on the log it It landed behind the log oh I I thought you were pooping in the the crevasse no there wasn't a hole in the log oh this is what I've imagined the log was your toilet that's what I thought too the log yeah Al and I no that's way too crazy Jeff what did you think that's way too crazy that's what I pictured too I pictured a log with a like a, like, a, like a nest with a little right. baby, oh, no, no, beautiful no, 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 bird no, no, no. of poop. Yeah. <laughs> My butt went over the back of the log. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I buried it right then and there, but I do remember like I walked back to the tent and I looked at the girl and I was like, I'm better. That's it. it. And I never felt sick. And to this that. day, there's a petrified poop <laughs> on, that, on that beach <laughs> that is just... A glorious reminder. Oh, it's mm-hmm. the best. So that's the story. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. One more. This is uncomfortable. Not that uncomfortable, but it's not the best question. So that was the happiest you've ever been in your life. I probably shouldn't have said that. That, that. I mean, I don't know if it was or not, but it's what I remember that moment as like a moment of extreme, the sort of happiness where like you're not thinking about anything else. Yeah. The only thing you're thinking about is this moment. Like, I had no other thoughts except for that exact moment, which is super Have you rare. talked to your wife about this? Being that she's your wife and a therapist? Uh, I don't know if I've ever told my wife this story, actually. She knows about the girl and the trip and all that stuff. I don't know she if I ever told her this. Poop. You didn't tell her the important part? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now we know. Aren't you supposed before you got married, we did this, the, uh, you know, a log of all the poops that we've had and just go over it? <laughs> Dude, well, we got it notarized. Yeah. <laughs> A witness. Yeah, after relationship history, you do doot history. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's do iTunes comment of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. I'm a podcast junkie, and A-R-I-Y-N-B-F is my drug of choice. Also, the J-Mo song makes me sad by Izzy Alari. I have a mundane job and listen to 38 hours of podcast a week, which is the only thing that keeps me sane and gets me through the day. I found Allison's voice and humor the first week of my podcasting journey and went right to her own podcast. I've been with her for years now, and Monday and Thursday at 7 a.m., guess where I am? I would be delighted with five days a week of the Thursday Gang Show. I know you all can't do that, but I love being with all my friends. The first time my fiancé, Daniel, was on the show, 
I loved him. Hesitant that he was. I love... Uh, fiancés in quotes. Just... Okay. Not this person. I feel like that was... Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I love listening to how comfy he is now and funny on air. Love Jenna and Al and Greg and Jeff is the best ever at drops. Remember, I'm a podcast junkie. I know what I speak. I know of what I speak. And I love his voice as well and his points of view. This is my favorite podcast by far. Okay, that was the uh, that was the asked for nice comment, and here is my request: stop dancing around Wendy and Sam's interruptions. Tell what's going on. They are a part of our family. Also, I hate the JMO song because I know my favorite is almost over. Love you all. Thank you. Thank you so much uh-huh. for that nice comment. Thirty-eight hours is a lot. Uh, how many hours are there in a week? Uh, 40 in terms of a normal work week. No, no, no. Just like in general. Oh, 168, 164. So that's like a percentage. I can't, I'm it is a percentage. Sure. <laughs> 30%? Get ready. 38 hours. I think it's 100, 168. And so then what percentage? What percentage? Is, oh, what percentage is I need? A I know I saw you snapping, and I was like, "Get out your calculator! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting calculation time." Uh, Guesstimate. Uh, I'm not even thinking. Fifty would be eighty. Would be fifty percent. <laughs> yeah. So about thirty, right? Thirty. Thirty-ish percent of her week listening to podcasts. I kind of want to know what that woman does because. Hasn't it been awesome to have people send you in their jobs when they're mm-hmm. listening to the show? Yes, yeah, we great. love it. Yeah, it's really, really cool. There, I used to have a job where I could listen to podcasts all day. You know, you any, step, you, like your current job, your no, last no, no, current no. job. Before, before that, that. <laughs> if you're doing like a lot of just sitting and working on something at a computer, but not uh, having to concentrate, like data it. entry or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, like that kind of stuff. See, I don't know if I could listen to a podcast and do data entry at the same time. I get distracted so easily. I feel like I would mess up the data or yeah. something. But if I had a job where I was doing something manual, I would be fired quickly. <laughs> yeah, if, you're, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're doing things with your hands or if you had any kind of, you know, traveling, driving, something like that. Exercising. It, yeah. Yeah, I, I had a job that I just scanned records. I scanned like insurance records for like a, all their taxes. And I was just doing this backlog of just scanning, mm. scanning, scanning, and it was like terrible. And so had oh, podcasts been around, awful. I would have just listened to podcasts the entire time. For a second, when you said scanned records, I was like, I did not know you worked at a record store. <laughs> That's immediately what yeah. I thought too. Yeah. No, like, uh, like just boring, boring paper records. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Digitizing paper basically. records. Unrelated. I keep thinking about when Jenna said no mo 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 for someone who used to be a Mormon, mm-hmm. and it cracks me up so much. Thank you. I think Thank of it frequently and laugh. No, mo, mo, mo. That's right. <laughs> I've been saying it for years, so I'd like to think I was the one that came up with mm. it. If you ever hear it anywhere I else, it. I will Thank ask you. them for to um, cease and desist <laughs> until they give me credit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. a royalty. Thank is you. What I was gonna yeah. Say. If we could quickly address the uh, commenters' concern about Sam and Wendy's interruptions. Oh yes, there are. There are none, almost. I mean, Sam never interrupts the show. No. She's yeah. right. We put Sam. Sam doesn't like the. We're not. It, the, she's not crying and screaming. You're running out of the room, and we're editing it out. It's like no. she's she's totally cool the whole episode. Pretty she's much. pretty much. Yeah, very rarely do we even have to go in and check on her. But I think maybe once you've like uh, had to actually run over into the other room. Not even run, but like maybe once she's been crying, but she doesn't. Yeah. 
She no. seems to really yeah, like good. being here. Yeah. yeah. She knows. Yeah. When we come here, she has to be a good maybe, girl. Maybe people think that she's in this room and I we're think editing that's it out. What it she's is. in another room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, the yeah. first we have a video episode or two. Yeah. She was, was one. Episode. Was it just the one? Yeah. yeah. The very first time oh, yeah. she just slept right next to us. Oh, yeah. But then she became like way too active immediately after that. And it was like, there's no way she's just going to lay here. Yeah, then be we cool. I remember there was that one time we heard her on the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, Shut up, Sam. Yeah. Shut up. Hey, what's going on, everybody? <laughs> hey, Jeff, can't she speak French? <laughs> uh, I think she's learning to speak French. <laughs> you will hear that in France when you go. Oh. Just be ready. You and then just have that on your iPhone or whatever you like need to get to the train station or whatever. <laughs> and then if Sam really does need anybody, she has a little call button she can hit. <laughs> we were watching something, Daniel, what and was there was it? a doorbell. I don't know. Was it Better Call Saul? It was something yeah. though, and it was like it made that sound. You know what it was? Went, it was like a <laughs> No, it was like a, that little bell that goes off when you walk into a convenience store. Yes. So it was like Beep boop. <laughs> I was like, hey, was that Al? <laughs> and then for Wendy, when we're doing the Thursday show, she just hangs out and she's part of the pack. She she usually comes in and I mean, she's, she's asleep under my chair she's right under now. Under your chair, right? She yeah. makes so little noise sometimes that I. It we seems, wonder where she yeah, is. Yeah, it seems like you're saying to Daniel, is yeah. she in the other room up to mischief? It's interesting yeah. though. On the Monday show, that's when she does occasionally make a sound or do something like that. Right. I'm wondering why uh, on Monday instead of... A new of, person versus... She's used to all of us. Yes. That also, we record the Monday shows earlier in the day and yeah. there's more street noise. I think that's it. I think there's more people on the street and cars going by. Mm-hmm. The biggest like hassle with Wendy seems to be that whatever we snack chat when we're taking the photo at the end of the session, <laughs> she is eating whatever we have just been <laughs> snack chatting She's about. standing right. on, she the is table. on the table being like, chocolate-covered cinnamon bears. <laughs> Hell yeah. Into it. <laughs> She's similar to Greg in that way. <laughs> She's my snuggleberries. Yeah, I think. I think I might have told you this, Janet, but that banana bread didn't didn't make it home. Did I tell you that? No, yeah, it didn't Congrats. make it home. Oh, good, so good. It was like you know how you dig fries out of the bag when you're driving. Yeah. I just was like this, and then I got. And at one point, I was like, I was digging for it. I was like, did I just eat that? It's all gone. <laughs> this is so disgusting. <laughs> so, yeah, it didn't make it home. Oh my god. Let's do just me or everyone in a second. But first, you guys, we have t-shirts available. Go to the store at AllisonRosen.com. We have ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. And also Touch the tushy. Touch, touch the tushy tushy. You can get those store on my website. Also Gumroad, also iTunes. And I think Fart Tee there's been quite a um Clamor. Words are not coming to me. There's a lot of demand. What's the noun I'm going for? There's been quite an outcry. A quite a outpouring? There's just been people who want that one. <laughs> so I say it's but time to do that one. But can you change it to fart to he? Like, I know it's the fart sound, but fart to he is hilarious. That's what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is I actually thought, so for some reason I remember it sometimes as me saying the word fart and then tee he. So it would never was that though, right? No. My brain has translated it into phonetics. No. Out of fanatics. Tee-hee. <laughs> I love I the must. extended touch the tushy. 
<laughs> oh yeah, it really like goes on for a long time. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, it's yeah, a good it's a, music bed. Um, yeah. So we got ringtones. We have bonus episodes available. Again, those are on iTunes, Gumroad, my website. It's just all of that is everywhere. Videos, YouTube.com slash Allison Rosen for behind the scenes stuff. Jeff, where should we go to find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. I'm wow. mixing it up, Wow, Greg. I didn't I know. see that coming. I know. Wow. In your mind. Daniel, where should we go for you? At Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on Snapchat, D Quants. Excuse me. I got something out of my throat. <laughs> Some and of Greg's chicken in your mouth. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it was on the floor, so I didn't um, and hey, why don't, uh, if you have any questions about anything, uh, then uh, tweet them to me and I'll answer them on my uh, website, thequants.com. Excellent. Alan? Mm-hmm. At Alan Moss, two A's, two L's, two S's on Twitter and Instagram. Jenna? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jenna Kim Jones. And if you're looking, I can't talk either. Look yeah. at that. I just I had a stroke. I should just do your plot. I just had a stroke. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? Uh, do you smell hot chocolate or toast? Mm, no. Or oranges. Sounds, all of or that sounds chicken. delicious. Um, <laughs> I have a podcast. You should listen to it. Yes, sorry, not sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. Al's on it also. It's kind of our podcast, but it's I did leave you. my name in the yeah. title. So whatever. <laughs> uh, check it out on iTunes or at jennakimjones.com slash podcast. Excellent, Greg. I am at Dong Attack on Twitter and Instagram, and I have a music blog, but I still can't what remember what it? the address. But it's like it's called like <laughs> Don't Tell it's a Soul like. slash Music dot Tumblr or something. It's called Don't Tell a Soul. If you like, go on Instagram and cool, look through bro. my pictures. That's shit goes down. Seriously, Greg. Seriously, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Just figure out what it is and then fucking plug dead it horse. Next time. I just like that it's <laughs> slash something dot Tumblr. Yeah, it's and like. like <laughs> Go to my Instagram. Boner sandwich. <laughs> it's Check the turt. Next show, no, I'll pull up the address. Kapow. <laughs> it's, that's it, fairly banana. You should have just called it four say. avocados. I know. Seriously, I should have. I wish I four had. Four avocados. <laughs> you can find me at Allison Rosen and the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Okay. Before just mirror everyone. Sorry. I know you're, I know you're I, ready to play it. I need to ask a question that i had decided i was going to ask in the next show you know what that's a tease for my question that i will start the next show so exciting i know (laughs) what could it be you will not believe this question oh Oh, please you're not going to ask that question are you i it's the most questioning question in the history of questions thank you chris the question we said we weren't even going to ask right is it that question could be. Oh, could shit. not Don't be. Is this a question know. that would have an upside down question mark in front of it? <laughs> is it that I, much of a question? You mean question? like, is it in Spanish? Yeah. 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 <laughs> is it in Spanish? It Only Al be. can answer. Oh my God. It should be. I feel Just, like Spanish questions are more questioning than our questions. There's a right, because jo- they start and end with question yes. marks. Somebody has a joke about that. It might be Michael Ian Black or someone who has a joke that's like, they let you. They have to let you know at the beginning. It's that great, so that you already your brain's like, "Oh, how am I going to answer?" <laughs> Same right. with exclamation points too. Right. Yeah. Don't let me forget a week from now or right after this that I have a question, a very <laughs> important question. Wow. A lot of things hinge on the answer <laughs> to this question. Let's do just for everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Hold on. Just me or everyone. Is everybody right now thinking about that one woman woman being sad? (laughs) 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, what? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That oh, one commenter yeah. right now. She's just at work right now, data entering, just going like, oh, it's oh, almost done. It's almost done. Okay. It's been a good show. This is not the question I was going to ask, but is there anything gross happening in my eye right now? I have got some kind of eye infection. Your right eye is a little bit red. Yeah. But there's no like disgusting secretion stuck in the corner or anything. Mm, Not that I can see from here. You would see it. Have you you been putting spinach in your eyes? Yeah. (laughs) I stuck some spinach in my eye earlier. It smells real bad. Okay, Ray Morgan says, when I hear someone's full name that is synonymous for penis twice, I still giggle like a 10-year-old, hashtag Dick Johnson, hashtag Peter Wang. Apparently, I do too. Yeah, there are a lot more of them than you would think. I mean, the fact that anybody's still named Dick. Dick I don't know any young dicks. (laughs) Peter Wang. (laughs) You can't say it. No, you can't. I feel like uh, Richards don't call themselves Dick I don't, anymore. And I have two no. Uncle Dicks. Had. Yeah. Have. <laughs> what? Uncle's Dick. It's about like this. Surgeon's General. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like passersby. I have some Uncle's Dick. I know I a Dick Johnson. Go by Dick. I know a guy named Dick Johnson, and we used to say that he should start a band called Dick Johnson and the Redundance. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, was, that was our joke. Yeah. I think I've told this before, but my mom went out with a guy named Richard for a little while, like a long time ago, and... Um, Every, we used to call him Dick. All of us of kids course. did. And every single time she would stop and turn to us, his name is Richard. <laughs> his name is Cock Penis <laughs> Just me or everyone, does everybody at the show want to see a some sort of a like a reality show starring Janae? Oh, yes. Yeah, that'd be yes. good. Oh, I've yeah, written it out. I pitched it in college. I got an A on that project. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. What it's class was Life this? Life with Janae. Life with Janae. Calculus. Um, no, I had a t- bunch of TV classes at NYU, and one of them, we just would pitch TV shows like oh, endlessly. Such a good class. It was so much fun, and I got an A on that project. Life with Janae. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you film anything for it, or was it no, just the no. pitching? No, no. The first episode was going to be all about how we found her... Um, she has a document on her computer that has all the plans for her funeral. <laughs> Yikes. And so what's it called? I don't know, but we found like my whole idea for the pilot was that we'd find it and then think she was de- dying and then like start to be really like kind to her and nice, you know, like change everything about Wait, it. And then, she's told you she has it. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's planned her funeral. She is very specific. We already, about, we already know what songs her siblings. Have oh to yeah. Sing. I have to sing a song from wicked. What one? I'm just a cat. I'm just a crazy cat. I'm just a cat. My mom wants my sister and I to sing the duet because I knew you. Oh. I have been changed for good. Mm -hmm. Wow. She also wants my little brother, who's a professional dancer, to do a number. Does he get to choreograph it or is it a specific number? Uh, I think he gets to choreograph it. She wants a dance number at her. Yes. (laughs) That's unique. It's a talent show. It's like she wants to. It's like she. Well, that's never changed. Every time, like, our family gets together. It makes sense, though. She wants to. It's like now my legacy. Yeah. Do, do your things. Jenna can have a tight five, but, but no, keep yeah. it to five. Yeah, no, don't I let know. her burn any good material on it. <laughs> <laughs> what else is going to happen at the funeral? I don't know if there's much. Else. I think all the grandkids have to sing a song together. I'm sure she added a footnote where I have to download all the pictures off of her phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually that's probably the next thing. <laughs> 
It's like now that Alan's in the family, yeah, there's have that. Have him take all the files off my computer and disperse them evenly among the family. That's for sure. Um, I'm trying to think if she's given any more details. I can't remember right now. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's she's she's pretty specific. She wants things done her way and the right way. I want, so. I want the pilot to happen. I'm what, excited the, for this pilot. The life with Jane. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, really good. I think it would be funny. Yeah. Do you guys have like wills and advanced directives and all that stuff? Because I just. I bet Al has. Al, a do you have a will? We do not. Really? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, we, we need to do that we, now. Like, yeah. Like so. life insurance and things like that started taking place now that Sam's around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have life um, insurance. Yeah. There's a lot more like. Uh, because before it was like if I die, like. Jenna, go have a great life. Like, go go work, go enjoy, do whatever you got to do, and vice Don't versa. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Stuff yes, like that. And now it's like, if I pass away, well, then I, I need a certain amount of cash to be present to make sure that's taken care of. So, yeah, the will is the next step, absolutely. Mm-hmm. What, what is the difference between a will and a living will? I don't Isn't know. a living will have to do with... Uh, it's made out of peat moss. <laughs> Yes, that's correct. No, what is the thing where you uh, give the orders about what happens if you are in well, a vegetarian? That's, a, that's, that's the advanced, advanced directive. directive. The reason I oh. ask is because I just had surgery. By the time you hear this, it will have been a few weeks before. I just had surgery. By the way, they did not readily give the verset. I had to ask for it. It was the most unpleasant experience. I now have a perfect quote unquote uterus, but I'm still angry at the whole surgery experience. But congratulations on having a perfect land. uterus. Thank you. That is pretty nice. It was. Painful and unpleasant, and it was a whole long story, but I, I actually wrote about a little bit of it, excuse me, words on my Facebook page because I wanted to find out, like, how was your experience of having an IV placed, and did they also dig around in your arm for way too long? Okay. <laughs> but I was asked numerous times if I have an advanced directive, and then I would say no, and then I would be like, he can just answer, you know, figure this out, though, right? Pointing to Daniel. Yeah, and, and I was just yes. like, pull the plug now. <laughs> Is there a plug? <laughs> Donate her organs. Yeah, do it. What are, yeah. You, what are you looking at me for? Is there a plug? Where is <laughs> Wait, I can... Re- can we donate her organs now? Yeah. So she has to die first? All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Brian Ruiz says, I spontaneously get show songs as earworms. Hashtag, I'm just a cat. Hashtag, you are a dog. <clears throat> yes, I walk around with both of those in my head. Frequently. You are yeah. a dog has been in my brain way too much. <laughs> I have had the the fruit song stuck in my head. Oh, for, yeah. oh, for sure, oh. yeah, for sure. I, I'm I, I'm actually no. Are there any more? Just me or everyone? I know. Let's move on. Allison's favorite game that we play is Allison. Guess oh, what's no. stuck in my head? <laughs> and then I always say, I don't know. I don't want to know. And then you're in the other room singing. <laughs> A, Come on, Eileen. Did you know that you gave that one to no, me like herpes? I, no, but my brain has the world's worst adult contemporary station <laughs> running through it at all times. Like, you never know at any moment. It might be Toto. It might be Jefferson Airplane. It might be Hall Oates. It's It could be anything horrible. And you are, you're not aware that you sing them out loud. I don't know. It just, yeah. I am vaguely aware of it. <laughs> well, Stop. <laughs> can't help it (laughs) it's all right stephanie wilkinson says after not eating fast food for a while i forget how awful it is until i am viciously reminded one hour after eating it hashtag poop you mean Mm. awful like for you i think she means awful like it gives her diarrhea yeah Mm -hmm. does that happen to everyone i'll have that if i have taco bell i was just gonna say i think taco bell is pretty much the only one that's notorious for that is that because of the beans 
Uh, it's just Who knows? All of it. I think it's just yeah. all the beefy matter, probably. <laughs> that just reminds me <laughs> <Yeah>. of. Uh, <laughs> oh, never mind. Go on. Go on. Okay. It's not a good story. Mrs. B. Har- <laughs> Mrs. B. Harper <laughs> says, when I read a book on my phone using the Kindle app, I wish I could let people know I'm not just dicking around on my phone. Yes. So I used to have that on the Adam Carolla show. I would be looking at news stories on my phone or communicating with Gary and Kaylin on my phone in the. Uh, they were in the control room. What I are you, was a woman? <laughs> worried. I was worried that Adam would think I was just fucking around on my phone. He probably did think that. Yeah. But I, and I can, if he did, I feel like he would have mentioned it actually at a certain point. Not to <laughs> Not me. Not to me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I could understand that because if I see someone on their phone, I do always think they're just checking Twitter. Well, you'll do that to me. Like, we'll be talking about something, and then you'll just, like, disappear in your phone. I'm like, oh, okay, so she's just checking Twitter or something. But then it sometimes sometimes it is that. But sometimes it turns out... It relates out, to what we're talking about. Yeah, you're looking something up. That That's right. There should be uh, a nonverbal move that you can do. Like, you hold your head kind of cockily to the one side. and like when you swipe, Yeah, like when you swipe, you stick your pinky out to let people yeah. know, I'm reading Camus right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's an argument. Ayala and I have that fairly frequent. Not an argument, but a discussion. Well, she'll come home from work, and I haven't seen her in a long time, and I want to talk. And I'll be like, can you get off your... Like, I say it nicer than that. I'm like, can can you put your phone down? And she'll say, I'm actually working right now. But you assume when someone's looking at their phone that they're just, like, fucking around. around. Right. But but you can work on the thing. It has practical applications or whatever. Yeah. I guess. And Allison's work often is Twitter in that she's interacting Thank with you. people. So it becomes, you know. So true. What up, Bono? <laughs> Got to stay on those tweets. <laughs> I really feel seen right now. Thank you. I have to say, though, I we run into that phone thing problem a lot. Yes. More so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where I can get, I can tune out anything that's going on if i'm on my phone like pretty impressive it is and it happens very quickly uh so there have been times where just out of respect to alan like i will leave my phone at home for certain like if we're going out together that is nice that is very nice or because i feel bad after a while like i know i'm obsessed with my phone i know i look at it a lot tonight i'm not going to so i do i have done that before make it worse rob (laughs) <laughs> and then do you keep reaching for it? Uh, sometimes I'll panic, like, where is it? And then I just go, Phantom it's limb at home. Style. It's at home, whatever. It is weird to leave it at home. But then there is the joy of when you get home mm. being like, ooh, there's going to be so many things that I haven't seen yet. I'm so excited. It's so, like the old days yeah. when you couldn't check your messages from far away. Mm-hmm. However, do you ever, not that I have this, but have you ever had this situation where you leave your phone home and you come home and you're like, Yep, no, nothing exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly that, that the does same happen. number of emails as before. Yeah, that's true. But still, mm. there's still the excitement. They, yeah. They used to be super depressing when you had the home phone answering yes. machine. You'd be gone for a weekend or three days. You come home, light not, br- not blinking at right. all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Gardner, ooh, Gardner Von Holt says, still not totally comfortable with the show order having JMOs and other segments coming after everyone's plugs. Just me or everyone. It's disconcerting. Mm. It's, it's meant to keep you on your toes, you guys. Mm. I mean, yeah. not people in this room. You never know when it's going to happen. It, uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I thought, I think it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. If everyone would just follow us, we wouldn't have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's right. I feel like... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Get on it, people. Yeah. You know, it's your own fault. Alan Moss. Yeah, at Donkey Kong. Oh, what are you guys doing? Whoa. Uh, bonus plugs. <laughs> 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 yeah. Jenna, don't you have a podcast or something? <laughs> <laughs> MT Amy says, just mirror everyone. Love when a hotel has a built in nightlight in the bathroom. Um, I like it. I don't know if I'd say I love it. Doesn't every hotel have Al? No. No? They don't, and I don't like it. You he don't like does it? does not. He wants it pitch, pitch black. black. I want it dark. I want Are it you, like, will that keep you awake if there's a, a little no, bit of No, it won't keep me awake. I just don't like it. Is it an energy thing, or what is the deal? I just, no, like when I, like I. He prefers blackness. I love when it's just completely dark but why? in the room. It's just, I, I just love it. Yeah, I like yeah. pitch blackness too. That's there's, my favorite. It's not that it keeps I me know. awake, but there's just no distraction. Like if I do open my it's eyes, like, there's boom. absolutely no distraction because yeah. mm-hmm. it's so dark. I go to sleep with the lights on because late because now that Daniel's on vacation time, <laughs> yeah. he um, up stays up late playing important video games. Mm-hmm. So I will good times go to sleep a, a couple hours earlier. <laughs> and by that by that I mean I go to sleep at like one a.m. <laughs> space Invaders. I'm doing Space Invaders till three a.m. I don't know what time I go to sleep. Yeah, you go to midnight. sleep around midnight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just get in bed and I leave all the lights on. I don't know why. Oh, wow. Because you know I'll turn them off. <laughs> this isn't a new thing. You always go to bed with all the everything on. <laughs> all the everything on. And you're like, oh, can you change what is And then I and then it's just like I have to shut it all down. All yeah. Down. That's a girl. Like, is that a girl move? Because I do that too. It might, yes. be a, it might be a baby woman move. Because yeah, every like, now and then, and this is a thing that I shouldn't admit, but every now and then I'm like, you're not here to take care of me and make my life better i mean that's one of the things that okay it's supposed to happen but that's not like the soap that's not like the that's not how marriage works thank you thank you for re- realizing that the um <laughs> what i don't like so yesterday your reaction <laughs> um when there were the boxes in the other room and you're like can you get the other boxes and it was like i'll get the other boxes i'm happy to get the other boxes just for the record you can also get the other boxes. <laughs> I'll have you know. <laughs> I have peeliness on my finger from opening a box. <laughs> Let's avoid this together. Okay. I'm sorry. Allison, I, I'm sorry I said anything. Did you notice that in the Instagram picture you took of us in the edit bay that somebody wrote that Greg has old Jew hands? Yes, I did notice okay, that. I, th- I, I did not care, but I thought it would have made you happy. Oh, I think it was just a reference. Okay. I'm just saying... I it just wanted amusing. you to, I thought it would make you maybe feel that like, just like everybody has old Jew hands. Why did you just look at my hands? Do you think I have old Jew hands? <laughs> you were just looking at my hands. Just I've that. seen your hands before. Are they just old, me are or they every no. Jew? I, I think that was a ref, just a reference to Somebody's that. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I did not take it personally. I don't care, but I just wanted you to feel less alone. But my favorite comment though was something about the picture made it look like you had some breast assist. I saw that comment Oh my god, too. it was my favorite. Yeah. People were talking about that and you're like, let's just end the speculation right here. I have giant lactating man cans. <laughs> Put a pin in it. <laughs> okay. MT Amy says, just mirror everyone, prefer shampoo and conditioner bottles that stand on their tops so you can get every last drop more easily. Mm. I don't really have a oh, preference. No, I don't like that because then you have to pick it up. To I, I buy like the giant... You like the pump? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. I like oh, the, the pump. The pump is nice, yeah. Much better. We have a shower oh. caddy that has holes in the shower caddy, and I think they're for putting the bottles upside down oh. inside of the oh, holes to hold probably. them that way. I think that's, that's a what smart I, caddy. There's a trend with hotels now, Al can speak to this probably, of having the like 
the gym shower style yeah, uh, yes. shampoos oh, yeah, and the yeah. pump on the thing. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you guys think of that? <laughs> I don't like that. What about that, that shit? I don't no, want that. I'm not yeah, into Anytime Alice asks a question, Al, what'd you have for lunch? I, I would, you must stay at like kind of boutique hotels. I don't remember Because I would say for the Marriott's, Hilton's, and Hyatt's, I have not seen that right, uh, style. Not, no, 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 no. It's usually like just hobo bottles of. Yeah, the little ones. Yeah. Mm. Although, mm. it's not bad shampoo. Right. I was using that uh, all in one combination or whatever, and I used to take my own shampoo with me. Yeah. But. Uh, On the road, you took your yeah, own shampoo? I used to. Really? Yeah. Wow. What were you afraid of? Uh, I used to have um, boils. I used to get boils, and so I didn't use. I didn't like using hand soap or mm. or like a bar of soap. I needed to use liquid soap. It takes a real man to mm. casually say I used to have. I boils. know. Yeah. It takes I a am real still man. thinking about it. It's yeah. uh, it was yeah it was bad. You so get I, boils on your hands. I used to yeah because the, the the cultures and stuff live in your nose. A lot of people are carriers of it, but your I'm your sorry, body's able to just taking a radical turn. Wow. I don't, yeah, no. I learned a lot about them because they couldn't figure it out. Okay. Um. So I, I figured out that I had to have nose surgery, mm-hmm. and because I was ha- like my my um, sinus weren't draining out, Gosh. the stuff was culturing in there, and so Aww. I would get like I yogurt. Would, yeah, it oh. was it was really bad. He had to have yeah. a totally. It was right before we got married, and it was like they go in and they yeah. they had to break a bunch of bones inside <laughs> my. There's some there's some bone pieces in there that aren't required. He essentially it's just so, has two open cavities in his face. Wow. His skull looks they, so weird. Yeah. And then they fixed a deviated septum so I don't snore anymore. Oh, deviated they, septum. I knew like yeah. 300 wow. chicks in high school who had a deviated septum. Yeah, mm-hmm. we all did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I got my nose job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, wait, anyway. does your nose look different now than before? No, it looks totally No, they did. Yeah, they didn't yeah. Uh, mess it up. It was more of just because it was deviated, it was stopping yeah. the drainage. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I, th- since, I haven't seen those things in hotels. But mm. since then, <laughs> wait, but I would say since then, you have not had any issues at all. It was, no, it I, was totally I, I this to nose get, issue. Uh, I used to get sinus headaches and uh, sinus infections like every other month, every month. And now I haven't had a sinus infection in years. Wow. I got yeah. stuck on something or confused somewhere along the way. But where did you get the boils? So it's it's uh it's just like a it's an infection it's own, that you get and so like your body has different types of like viruses and things like right. that and so once you get it you can carry it but it doesn't infect you oh and so like at least this is my understanding of it someone's probably going to come out with a better explanation um, but because things weren't getting cleaned out because your mm-hmm. nose cleans yourself out. Um, they were staying inside my nose, so I would get a boil inside my nose. Oh my god, that must yeah. have been so and then, painful. And then, if there was problems in there, I'd get them on my hand, or I'd get them in other areas, I see. parts of my body. Because so you brought your own soap. So what they what they'll say is like you're using your the same bar soap every day, uh-huh. so that stuff will sit on that bar of soap. Oh, I thought, the and then you wash I, your body with it. I assumed that germs couldn't live on soap. Because it's so certain ones can, yeah, and it's not like that. It was a guarantee, but they just said, like, listen, you've got to kind of purify your life here, and so it was just one way of like, I won't have the possibility of having this on me, right? So yeah, and then once I got this surgery, it went away. Yeah, he's had no nothing. Well, yeah. thank you for sharing this horrifying story. <laughs> <laughs> that was from Uruguay. Your time I, they down started in Uruguay. Uruguay. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible things. Uruguay. Mm-hmm. Nothing like going into a scary hospital. Down in Uruguay. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, was the terrible hospital bad at IVs? Oh. They wouldn't do IVs. They would just cut me open. They would just do, they would lance it. Oh. And so, yeah. 
Yeah, it was bad. Hmm. Kristen W says, <laughs> but I mean, did they numb it first? No. No. No, they, yeah, it was, it was terrible. I'm yeah. usually in bed earlier on Friday night than any weeknight. Hashtag working girl problems. Mm-hmm. No, not exactly. No. I don't know. I'm in bed early always. I will say early-ish. this. I tend to go out on Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday night, night, for some reason, I go out a lot on Thursday I prefer Thursday night. night. Yeah. yeah. So I, I play poker sometimes on Friday, but usually I take Friday off, mm-hmm. and Friday is a recovery day for me. Mm-hmm. And then, so I go Thursday, Saturday. So that makes sense, but I also think that that person doesn't go out on Thursday. Maybe not. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't want to be presumptuous. If you're working a full week, Friday night, you're just exhausted. You want mm. to crash. That's true. So, yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm excited to get to bed. Yeah. So then, like, my weekend mm-hmm. starts, and I'm, like, rested. You guys. So this is the awkward end of the show now where I don't know what to do because we already did the plugs. Oh, wait. I have to talk about a dog. You are a dog. dog, dog. You are a dog. Dog, dog. A doggy dog. Dog, 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 dog. dog. Dog, 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 dog. Probably have to have dog for this song. You are a pooch. No, yes, it's not yet. A doggy dog. In a doggy dog world. Dog, 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 dog. That's what you are, dog. Dog, you are a pooch. An ugly mutt. You come inside with poop on your butt. Okay, so my friend Laura London, who is a dog trainer, is working with dogs at the Downey Animal Shelter, uh, training them, making them more adoptable, which is awesome. What's going on over here? I looked down for a second. I was confused. Okay, so I want to tell you guys about a dog named Boogie. He's a beagle mix. He is super cute. He's seven years old. Uh, he is a referred to as a handsome senior who needs a second chance. Um, I didn't realize seven years old is senior in dog years, but I guess what kind of dog is it? A, a beagle mix. I think beagles, uh, beagles do not have a just robust life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they have a truncated time oh. here. Well, he's a mix though, so he's got that yeah. mix health. But anyway, he's a sweetie pie. Uh, and you can see him and check him out at shelterme.com slash downy slash boogie and the number one. Shelterme.com slash downy slash boogie, B-O-O-G-I-E and the number one. You know what that means is that there was another boogie who got adopted. I know. <laughs> yeah. People who adopt aging pets, by the way, are like the coolest people on the planet. They're, they're, You're they're right. They're I, the coolest totally people on the planet. Oh, oh I want that dog. Go get him. Did we already talk about how the names of these dogs um, makes them more, you know, makes me want to adopt them more? Like, oh, it's Boogie. Yeah. And then, you know, hey, it's Throat Ripper. <laughs> it's like a cute little. Well, we, yeah. and plus, I told you oh. that Laura said that we could change the names if like, we uh, thought that that would help them to get adopted. So we could name them after us if we wanted. And do you this think that would me. help? I don't know. No. But Boogie's I think it would be too upsetting because yeah. then I'd be like extra. I mean, it's so egotistical, but I'd be extra invested in like what right. happened to little like, Allison Rosen. <laughs> last Aww. week we had to put down a uh, little Jenna Kim Jones. <laughs> That'd be so Aww. sad. Aww. That would never happen. So cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody should adopt what? this dog. Adopt this dog. Uh, okay. My voice is now gone. Oh, it's back. Hang on one second. Disgusting sound happening. <clears throat> oh, it wasn't that bad. Okay. 
you guys, now it's time to end the show. <laughs> People love when you play that drop. They love, they love that. You guys, thank you for so much for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison.